0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode four hundred one of the Drug Testers Podcast. I'm, as always, I'm Tyler. Joining me with the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy?
1: I'm feeling pretty fine, honestly. <laughs> After Christmas, everything else is going fine. I'm glad my Niners won today, so I'm mm-hmm. very stoked about that. But otherwise, it's been sort of mellow since moving. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's that's good, I'm sure, right now.
1: But how have you been doing, Tyler?
0: Um really good actually um yeah so like a uh, got a nice little you know it's day after christmas saturday night um and finally have a nice three-day weekend here which it's just been fantastic you know i had to work 11 straight days between my uh, two jobs um so i've been i was already in like the burnout phase going into that 11-day stretch um just you know only getting sundays off and long days, uh, from working both jobs to, and then, um, yeah, just dragged ass, to, especially this last four or five days. And then, uh, just feeling really good feeling, you know, getting, getting a little recharge. It was nice, you know, having a, getting, I just getting off work Thursday was just like, felt like a, I could breathe for the first time, you know, with like, it's like when you have a cold, you know, and you just, your nose is stuffy for a few days. And yeah Just like i just would i just miss breathing normally that's just how it felt it was just like oh you know it's just after a you know it's been a hectic few months for me you know big life changes and starting new jobs and uh you know work a lot on top of that so it's like pretty much just having you know a sunday off so it's like in like sunday is supposed to be my day off to rest relax and you know get your you know uh kind of refocus and yeah yeah all that and but it's like sunday's also my day where i have to get i have to get everything done and as well so it's like grocery shopping laundry uh you know spend time with louis uh record the podcast at the podcast not complain about the podcast i loved the podcast but uh you know it's just like that's my day to like get in then also have free time enjoy football maybe try to get a nap in all that <laughs> so it was nice you know to today um you know just threw on some football and be able to sit here and it's you know it's I'm like oh man it's, it's only saturday and it just took like an hour and a half long nap and it was fantastic gables <laughs> like, it was felt so good and then like um uh, thursday night i got a little buck wild got got home and uh took a full advil p.m <laughs> slept for 11 hours it was so good
1: that sounds amazing
0: oh my god, I haven't, uh, yeah, it, it was so good, it, I needed it so bad, um, so, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been good, I've been, I've been enjoying it, um, but, uh, I, I wanted to, you know, for, we're, we're gonna be doing our top 10 list tonight, but before we get into that, game, I want to ask, you, how was your Christmas, buddy?
1: You know what, Christmas was fine, honestly, I'm very happy, because the gifts that I did in the giving were actually pretty effective, I mean, my little brother got plenty of, uh, movies that he wanted and stuff. I actually managed to not get one, but, like, a couple of gifts from my mom because, for one, she needed a new iron. Two, she, <laughs> like, uh, wanted a window. She wanted, like, a freaking mirror inside, uh, of the bathroom, like, the center the bathroom. So, not only did I buy one from the Home Depot, but I actually installed it inside the bathroom for her, so all that shit was nice. done. And the coup de grace or something like that. Uh, at my workplace, I ended up finding a, uh, and then finding a snow baby that she didn't have. And what, what these snow babies are, there's these little holiday decorations and stuff around Christmas time, right? And these little kids or something dressed up in this, like, they're all white and this and that, you know, in terms of design. And this one is a particular one that had, like, a little cart or something, like, these stars or something in it. So, uh, my boss, you know, bless her and all the bits, man. It's like, she decided for all of us this year and stuff that she would, uh... Instead of, like, say, giving things that she didn't know if we needed or anything else like that, she said that uh, she would pay for whatever, like, uh, items that we wanted inside the store, you know? Like, a limit one item per person, this and that. And so that's how I ended up uh, finding things on Friday. No, On that Thursday to... Oh, it's Wednesday or Thursday. But 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 anyway <laughs> I know my details are kinda of sketched right at this moment. I mean hell, I just got done with my day of work and I got this stuff going. But yeah, she paid for my little holiday gift. She helped me find that little tin or something like that to put it in alongside the like the little paddings and stuff. She God. I know, it's like like someone actually helping me like uh with a gift or something for someone else and this and that. I was kinda of blown back by that. But uh Yeah, my mom opened it yesterday she very much enjoyed it because she's been asking me for like months or something like that oh do they have any snow babies inside that store do they have like Mm -hmm. this inside there and like (laughs) so yeah that was fun and i thought it was kind of hilarious too it's like uh there was a couple gifts for me but it's like it was uh, as you would expect you know because uh my mom thinks i don't buy clothes for myself she goes forth and goes to the coastal store and, and buys, like, some socks and some, like, uh, shirts. And for some odd reason, I don't know why she did this, and I think it's because of a conversation we had previously throughout that last week. She buys me a fucking ice cream machine. A fucking nice. ice cream maker, dude. That's a
0: gift that keeps on giving, man.
1: <laughs> well, you would think that, right? You know, I, I personally don't have a problem, say, like, with the ice cream machine itself, but it's in the middle of goddamn winter.
0: <laughs> Gable's. I ate a what? pint of ice cream before we did this podcast, okay? And that's not even a joke. I ate a whole pint of Häagen-Dazs camel cone. Christ, dude! I fucking love ice cream. I'll eat ice cream right now. <laughs> I'll go to Dairy Queen right now. No, it's close, but I'll I'll, I'll go tomorrow.
1: <laughs> I know, I know, no man. It, I mean, the thought—it's the thought that counts, really. Yeah, but It's yeah. like, yeah, they were fine. They were nice gifts or something like that. Nothing like gaming related or whatsoever. She asked me whether or not if I wanted like a like, a gift card or something like that, and you know what, me being, I was like, I don't want any fucking gift cards or any type of the shit, but, anyways, yeah, the Christmas was fine throughout, like, uh, all throughout, like, all throughout the day, it was fine, pretty much, like I said before, my little brother got some DVDs, he got some stuff, and, uh, yeah, it's, Because uh, he loves, like, specific types of movies, say, like, uh, old cartoons, all this or that. His eyes get all wide and stuff, Mm -hmm. and every time he tries to, like... Every time he opens something, he knows he really wants something, like, he really enjoys something, or he's like, oh, look at this. You know, this and that. He did the same thing when I got him that little Game & Watch thing for his birthday. Oh,
0: cool. (laughs) Yeah.
1: But, uh, yeah, Christmas was fine, man. How about yours?
0: It was good. Um, We did... uh, My family and I did ours on Thursday night, uh so it was kind of, it was nice because uh so i just basically just got off work thursday and came home took a shower went over there we just had like some like snack stuff to like vegetables dips a little smoky stuff like that barbecue smokies and um cookies all those little fun things nice. and then um yeah then we uh opened up gifts and uh you know we're, we're all we're all older now my sister's gonna be 21 next week which is crazy oh jesus uh, christ dude yeah <laughs> and um you know so we're all we're all older now so it's like uh we, we, we're at the age now where we just, like, you know, I'm, I'm 31, so it's, like, we're at the age now where we just buy stuff that we need, you know? Yeah. like, Yeah. Uh, you know, I try to find myself my, my parents stuff they want, but also, it's, like, when they ask me what I want for Christmas anymore, it's, like, especially, like, once you start buy, be able to buy your own stuff when you want, it. like, I never really asked for, like, video games, things like that, or sometimes I'll ask for, like, a game that I wanted for the play, but I never got around to, stuff like that, or... Right. But, you know, like, uh, it's, so, like, this year, like, so, like, both my you know like my, my main job like i work for one of the big delivering companies out there and um you know my second job i deliver pizza so i spent a lot of time in a vehicle and walking outside and it's fucking cold it was like negative nine the other day with like 30 Jeez. mile per hour wind so it was wow. miserable and um my parents bought me a bunch of like uh uh like long underwear things like that stuff put under uh, my clothing so that's been nice uh, that'll be, oh, that will be nice. Uh, like I, I already had a, I already had like one or I had two pairs, but now I'll have uh, basically I'll have a pair for every day of the week, which is great. Oh, that um, sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that'll help quite a bit. And then, uh, um, jeans, can I need jeans? Cause, uh, I have the, uh, innate ability to rip the crotch out of like all my jeans. So uh, <laughs> I do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I had like uh, plenty of jeans. I, like six months ago, I had, I had like probably five, six pairs of jeans, which is more than I probably ever had in my entire life. Um, and I, uh, um, I'm down like I was down like two pairs, so Shit. my parents bought me a couple, couple uh, pairs, so that's nice. So I have, I have plenty now. And then, uh, what else did I get me? Oh, uh, my! I was telling you before the show. Uh, my, my, st- uh, you know, I was like kind of irritated with like my, uh, my my nerd stuff like out all my amiibos and like you know since during the lockdown we're not spending a lot of money on you know going out or anything like that so i was like i was like oh man you know so we like we, we ordered food every now and again and like we'd watch movies so i spent a lot of my excess money i had on like uh going crazy on like uh funko pops and like little gaming statues and we was getting really crazy into that um so like i went from like i had a bunch of amiibos to like now i have a shit ton of uh um, you know, like statues, stuff like that. So I had like and an a shelf on there that's just been overflowing for Damn. a better part of a year now. And like it's gone to the point where it overflowed my shelf. And this is like a cheap Walmart one I had, and like it was like uh, uh moving over to like my my computer desk. And my computer desk was like cluttered and there's just shit everywhere. And like I, I was telling you for the show, I was like everything was like it just felt claustrophobic. Uh, in here because of like really just because of that shelf and how much shit I just had like smushed on there and it like you couldn't even see it. Any of it it just looked bad and it was dumb. So I was telling my sister, like I just, i my like, oh, just give me another shelf and I'll figure it out so I can spread out a little bit. But she actually found me these um, really cool like shelves that are like open. There's no walls on them or anything like that. And it's uh, really easy to put together. They look really nice. And uh, she got, she bought me one and my parents bought me another one. Uh, and then my sister came over Friday on Christmas and, uh, help me uh because I, I i have no fashion sense or how things look like in a house like i just put shit up and then i'm like oh, that looks that's good you know like I, I don't know what makes i'm like you know like i i don't know i don't know how like things look or color schemes or all that so she came over and helped me like organize it make it look nice and then uh re like organize my whole living room area so um that was really nice i really appreciate that so uh definitely feels um Especially, you know, being home for three days, um, having a three-day weekend, um, it makes it feel a lot nicer in this house. Uh, You know, just uh, makes it feel more open. There's makes it feel like there's a lot more room than it was before. And uh, yeah, just uh, overall, it just feels nicer here. It feels more homey, uh, you know, as I kind of make it more my own. Um, And uh, yeah, so and then also having just my computer desk, like I have tons of room now, you know on here, which is just fantastic. Uh, and I, you know, I have a few things I still want to buy. Uh, I need to get like, I want to get like a nice lamp, uh, and shit like that. And there's a few other little odds and stuff, but, uh, and I have a bunch of room now on one of my, um, shelves here for some, for some more stuff, which is awesome. I have like one shelf that's just Nintendo stuff. Yeah. It's, it's full. It's fucking full. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I was no surprised. Yeah. But cause all the amiibo and stuff, it's, it's just, it's not really full. It's just, I try to make, like, one shelf is all Zelda. All shelf is one Pokemon. All shelf is one Mario. Then I have another shelf that's just all, like, the third-party stuff. Or, then, the third-party stuff. But, like, so it's just, like, like there's um, Ryu. There's Samus stuff. There's uh, just the stuff where I don't have enough to make my own shelf out of it. Like, if I needed to, I can rearrange it and make it, put more stuff on there. And then, like, the bottom shelf has my, my SNES, NES Classic, and my Game of Watch uh, still in the box in it. So, yeah, and then my oh, then my parents bought me um, the Pathless for PS5. So there you go. That was one game I asked for. Um, that was one of the games that like one of the launch games that I, I wanted to check out. But you know, uh, I just had a bunch. Of, I have a bunch of games that I uh, just haven't got around to playing yet. So like, I don't need to buy any more. So my um, yeah, so my parents got me that. I can't wait to play that game. Looks fantastic. Um, so yeah, it was a good it was a good Christmas. You know, and just then uh, Friday went over there and um, you know just. Hung out for a while and we had dinner, had some roasts, and that was nice. So it was, it was, it was a good Christmas. Where, um, you know, like like I said, we're all older now, so it's just more about uh, you know, enjoying the time we spend together, more than anything. So, and my uh, my my sister, she's pretty happy. I bought her a bunch of, uh, I gave her some cash and um, bought her a. She, she loves Starbucks. She's addicted to Starbucks. So, Shh. I bought her a hundred dollar gift card to Starbucks. Jesus so, Christ, dude,
1: that's yeah. like gonna last for a fucking like
0: two months. No, that'll last for like a week. We, we and my mom, were joking around. Yeah, not literally, but it, it'll it, it'll go fast. Uh, I assure you, it, it'll probably last a couple weeks for her. Um, she loves Starbucks. She actually came over yesterday, and my parents uh, made me a breakfast burrito and she brought me a coffee. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, so it was nice. Um, yeah, and then like got my mom, my, my dad bought my mom. Like, my mom's always cold, she's always cold so my mom bought her a bunch of or my dad bought her a bunch of like uh pajamas and like kind of like like uh like long underwear stuff too because she's so she can wear it just wear it at the house like we'll be sitting there sweating and she's like i'm so cold what the fuck is wrong with you it's <laughs> it's like it's hot in here and she's like it's so cold in here and um yeah like my i'm mean, like we got my dad like my you know, my dad we we bought him a, a a bulldog for his birthday a few years ago gunner uh, yeah he's an adorable little bastard but um <laughs> but yeah, my dad loves him. Like he's just got bulldog stuff. Like literally the joke, the running joke in the family is like, um, he keeps buying pictures and, uh, there's no room in the walls to hang up any more pictures. So he just takes down pictures of me and puts up pictures of his dog. Uh, and it's, it's a, it's a joke, but it's also not kind. It's also kind of not a joke. So, um, he don't find it very funny and I don't really either, but I joke around. It's one of those things where you make jokes about it. Cause it, you know, it stings. And that's, that's kind of where we're at. And then, um, yeah, so uh, we just, you know, a lot of, you know, just a lot of like nice little stuff. So, um, it was It was a good Christmas, though. It was just nice hanging out, spending time with the family, and eating some good food. Uh, I had a really good home cooked meal in a oh, while. And then, good. you know, having this three day weekend, also, I like, I, I, uh, my my parents gave me uh, a crock pot because I didn't have one. Oh, and, shit, uh, dude. That
1: sounds awesome.
0: Yeah, so my parents gave me one. Uh, they, they had an extra one, so they gave it to me. And, uh, I made my, uh like, one of my favorite meals, which is, uh, I'm not a very good cook. I, like, if it's not in a box and there's instructions to follow, I just can't make it. Um, uh. like, I eat, like, a lot of hamburger helper. And um, so my uh, mom gave me their extra crock pot, and I, I just made some uh, hash brown soup, which uh, I've been Uh-oh. eating that all day, and then you know, I'm planning on eating that tomorrow. like, I have not wanting to make it forever, but I just have not in a crock pot, and I'm also never home. So it's like, I don't really know when to make this because I'm like, it's just going to go to waste. And so I figured this is a good weekend to make it. So I've been eating that. So it's been good. You know, I've been feeling, feeling good, feeling refreshed. You know, a little sad at Saturday night already. feels like the weekend's flying by, but I, you know, I'd rather have a weekend fly by having three days off than have a long Sunday. So, yeah. um, Yeah. So I'm doing, doing okay. Uh, But, you know, give us before we get into our uh, actual meat and potatoes with the, uh, when we get into our top 10 list that would be fun to ask a few little questions you know get okay. talk about you know go back and talk about the talk about the year of 2020 uh video game wise you don't need to get into the, the other parts it, it sucked Twenty twenty sucked everybody knows that 2020 sucked um but uh, i thought it'd be fun uh you know to kind of talk about some of the some things uh, uh you know first question gables we, you know we, we'll easy to answer some what are what are a couple of games that you wish you either put more time into this year or didn't grin around the plane that you wish you could have played
1: All right. Games that I wish I would have put some more time in. Well, I'm taking my microphone with me, and I'm looking at my shelf right now. (laughs) Definitely a game I really wish I could have put some time into would have been the remake of Final Fantasy VII. I mean, I have it on my shelf. I've had it for a while. I know it's good. It's just been a barrage of a couple different things. Well, actually, more like thing after thing after thing with me this year it seems like a year of change so obviously I really wish I could have spent some more time playing Final Fantasy 7 remake um, as far as other games go let's see well definitely Doom Eternal I really wish I would have finished that you know that that still is a fun game and stuff and the the most recent DLC things came out for it I think
0: Yeah, Sacred Gods. I heard they're not very good, though. Nah.
1: Well, that's a shame. Yeah, I
0: bought the the Season Pass for it, too. Bummed about that.
1: Mm. Well, other than that, though, I kind of really wish that uh, I would have been able to play a bit of, say, Spider-Man Miles Morales. I mean, that thing looks like it was... It looks like it's a fun game. I mean, it definitely looks like it's uh, one of those games where I would be, obviously, lost into...
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: because the whole open world aesthetic and like just zooming around as spider-man you know it's it's an awesome feeling it was an awesome feeling when i played a bit of uh the other spider-man game on ps4 a few years back during extra life um okay as far as nintendo stuff goes well honestly as far as nintendo stuff goes i really have played plenty of decent stuff but i really wish it would have like emphasized on more like uh good sales when it came to the eShop. Because, honestly, after the past couple days and their big old eShop things for the end of the year stuff, there was a lot of great games that were, like, for next to nothing. And, quite honestly, it definitely was a fun time. But, uh... I'm trying to think of anything else gaming-related. Well... Well, to be perfectly honest, I kind of wish... I kind of wish that uh, the big old freaking retailers and stuff would have been able to sell a bunch of the newer gaming systems and stuff on, uh, you know, like more freely, instead of just barring it for just online only, which is a bunch of bullshit. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Hopefully it gets better after the holiday season here.
1: Yeah, it should be. And I know for a fact it will, because... I've been checking online for, like, things like eBay and stuff, because I've been really curious about the PS5 and the Xbox Series X and how, like, uh, if it'll start to slide in regards to a lot of the trending stuff. I kid you not. On Christmas Day, on Christmas Day, these systems were actually legitimately going down in price in the trending stuff. It was almost like almost every five or six hours it'd be something... You know, in regards to dropping things down and now as I'm looking through eBay right at the moment on my phone there have been auctions not so much auctions but like more or less stuff of people getting PS5 PS5 stuff for like under $700 which that's great in regards to, well it's still not as good in terms of, uh, as you would expect it's over the retail price but that's the lowest I've actually seen it go for online in a while And it's, it's or even like this this other one I'm looking at here for PS5 for like $600, you know, like $100 over the retail price. But it's a clear fire sign after, you know, after the whole holiday stuff, prices are starting to come down on these systems. (laughs) They're actually starting to legitimately come down. Because I'm seeing the trending stuff on eBay. Like the digital version of uh, the PS5 was actually... It was at $900 at one point, And now it's dropped down to about $850. And I know that uh, the PS5, the physical disc edition, is now trending now at like $950. But it's just the idea that I really wish the retailers would not have screwed over a bunch of the gamers in regards to not only not being able to sell these items inside the stores, but actually were to have limited you know the transactions like maybe one per person (laughs) because yeah that shit gets ridiculous it got ridiculous and quite honestly there were quite a few contradictions even regards to that shit (laughs) man i'm still pisses me off though that you can see these consoles in the store you know these these consoles legitimate like xbox series x and like series s consoles inside like a local store you could actually check to see that they're in their inventory and everything at one point. And even to the point where they have the signs on the front end of their stores... Or even at their electronics section. And they tell you to check like uh, the site and the listings for these damn consoles are not even on the site. At least not for the Walmart app that I'm using. Because, fun fact... I've been checking to see if there's an Xbox Series X or a PlayStation 5 physical or digital version on that walmart site through the app it doesn't show that it doesn't show these consoles at all it only shows the xbox series s and honestly i know you know there's like a double standard going on here it's like it's like a, almost like an endless loop they want you to go one way but the other way you know we end up going the other way You know, so it's like a freaking loop and a half but uh, yeah if there was anything i really wish that would have been better was it would have been the launch of both the series at x and the ps5 because i kind of feel like because of the launch of both of these systems they've gone they pretty much kind of stumbled out of the gate yeah well what about yourself tyler
0: um not too many just uh really the ones i just got recently were um you know i just started playing assassin's creed valhalla this weekend. I um, only put a few hours into that so far, but uh, that's one I, I wanted to put more time into, because I, I usually really like the Assassin's Creed games. Um, Sackboy is one, or it's just, you know, just pretty much like the other, like, pretty much anything else I'm going to say. It's, um, you know, Assassin's Creed, Sackboy, and The Pathless. Three games I really wanted to play um, that I'm looking forward to playing. Um, just kind of got drowned in uh, you know the uh, launch, launch games for the consoles and uh you know i played you know a bunch of other games at launch instead and just uh never really got time to really sit down and play those ones so uh that was really it nothing too crazy for me i feel like uh I either i dabbled in the stuff that pretty much everything i at least wanted to check out and just either kept playing because i liked it or fell off because i didn't um or just when it came out the people's thoughts on it kind of swayed me away from it so yeah, I feel like uh, for the most part, I got a chance to play everything I want to play or spend enough time with. Um, so yeah, but uh, yeah, I can't wait to uh, sit down and get a chance to play uh, these games. Uh, finally, you know, have a little, maybe have a little more free time here now that the holidays are over to play some games. Um, next up, Gables, uh, what, what's it, what's your biggest surprise video game for twenty twenty?
1: Biggest surprise video game? Okay. Honestly, honestly, looking back at stuff, and even including a lot of the games that I did end up playing, you know, i I basically have like a little book that I'm going through right now, like a little <laughs> little notebook that I generally write things in, which includes my top ten stuff. <laughs> but uh, what's been very surprising to me was playing through. And this is not just one game, but like the biggest surprise that I've had throughout this year was playing a hell of a lot of uh just random games in 2020. But by looking at the games that I've beaten, I think the one of the bigger surprises is like me actually going through and uh enjoying a bit of what was it? Oh yeah, the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 remaster. Oh yeah. That thing. 'Cause I don't generally play a lot of Call of Duty campaigns and that definitely was it definitely was like one of those one of those, you know, aspects where I don't generally like play them all that great, all that much. But when I do play like some Call of Duty campaigns, I really tend to enjoy the experience of what it has. Like for example, I played through Call of Duty Black Ops in the three sixty. I played most of the DLC stuff, including the uh, the whole Zombie Romero stuff. The whole, like, not... The whole, like, freaking zombie modes and whatever the hell they had. But I didn't play, like, a lot of other ones. I mean, I enjoyed World at War on 360, but it's been a while since I've actually beat a campaign of Call of Duty on the system. And then just going back and playing the Modern Warfare 2 remaster thing on the uh, PS4 earlier on this year, yeah, it definitely was a fun it was definitely like a fun thing to go through and do nice but uh let's see i would think another game i'm gonna i'm gonna say one more game though before because i know there was another game that very much surprised me and how much i was enjoying it actually yeah another game that ended up like surprised me for me enjoying it was battletoads when i think about it because here's the thing it's like you have access to the Game Pass, right? For those that own an Xbox console right now, either in the Xbox One S, or maybe a Series X or a Series S, because I do know there's some people out there that do own that system. <laughs> On our friends list, I think. But, uh, yeah, I'm fairly surprised at how much I enjoyed this new rendition of Battletoads. Because, quite honestly, I've played... ai have played a fair amount of the NES game. Never got... A lot of progress gone through but yet at its core you know it did mix with a lot of uh, various varieties of different game genres and this and that inside of the original game then playing through this game on uh, the xbox one you know it it definitely had its moments where the gameplay of it surprised me it was pretty much varied It does, it's like a little subtle bit of like say childish humor at its point where it kind of felt like a nicktoon or like uh like a 90s style of like lighthearted cartoon stuff which you know what i did appreciate i mean i know there were there were some people that had like a lot of negative things to say about the battletoads like game from 2020 but at the same time it was definitely one of the the better games to release this year and quite honestly it was on game pass like day one alongside other games like say streets of rage 4 to where these games were fun easy to pick up a play you know if you want to play some like co-op with people you can and stuff but the overall quality of it at least it entertained me the whole way through which i'm actually i was rather surprised because i thought the game was gonna be like complete garbage
0: <laughs> yeah yeah no I'm, i was the same way in that one where i felt i had zero interest in everything i heard about the game going up to it was everybody who said that played like demos at pax and e3 is like it's not good and uh yeah the game tried to be really good uh, but mine is actually, um, one, this is a game that was announced. People want this game for decades and it was announced back in 2016. I had zero interest in this game from, uh, 2016 E3 all the way to literally the, the day, uh, the launch day. And I just said, fuck it. I was, you know, bought into the hype and, uh, you know, just everybody talking about, it, got excited. Final Fantasy seven remake. Yeah. Um, just did not, like I said, didn't have a care in the world for that game at all, and I don't know what it was. It was just, I watched a few reviews about it. Uh, just kind of got hyped up hearing people like freak out about it uh, on like Twitter and Facebook, and I am just like, "Oh fuck, man, it's like this." I don't know why, but I'm like, I really want to play this game. And, you know, you just you get in the, you get you get that FOMO feeling, you know, and it's like the fear of missing out, and you're just like, "All right." fuck it you know like I, I it happens to me every now and again probably once or twice a year a game will come out and i'm like "Oh, okay fuck it i'm, I'm jumping in i'd say 80 percent of the time it i ended up not liking the game at all uh and this is one of those cases where it blew me away ended up um plowing through the game did all the side missions and uh took me like a month to beat it but i had a blast all the way through playing that game um my, Gables, my last question for this uh, little mini podcast we're doing here is, what was your biggest disappointment um, for... Uh, actually I actually had one more after, one more question after this. What was your biggest disappointment for uh, a game in
1: 2020?
0: Okay. <clears throat> oh boy, he's getting prepared.
1: Yeah, I am getting prepared. Uh-oh. So, barring Cyberpunk with its disorganization and a lot of the ranting and raving that I did last week in regards to its release that's not my biggest disappointment for this year (laughs) my biggest disappointment for the year 2020 is definitely a game that has been divisive and it definitely has been something that people have either loved playing it or they have absolutely hated playing it
0: I already know what it is (laughs) We do, all right, let, all right let's, let's, yeah let's fucking, i know we're gonna let's we're gonna talk go... about black ops cold war let's talk about it
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right so basically the last of us part two i've been debating this in my head now for the past how many months
0: six yeah no, june
1: yeah, about June, so that's about right. So, the past six months. Now, to tell all the listeners beforehand, yeah, there was a time and stuff where, like, a lot of the leaks were happening. And, honestly, I was hearing a lot of negative stuff about it. And so, honestly, I got curious. I decided to spoil the game for myself because I'm of the full mind. It's like, I have spoiled games for myself before, whether intentionally or not and I've ended up really enjoying the experience. Two examples I usually tell my friends was Mass Effect 2 and Red Dead Redemption. Both of those games got spoiled for me. However, even despite that, I was able to pick them up and enjoy them and really, really, like, uh, had fond memories of them because these were games that were definitely genre-defining, generational-defining games. The Last of Us Part Two. When I first started hearing about the leaks, I did this and did that, you know. I went through all the rigmaroles. Oh, okay, so this person dies, this stuff ends up happening, and stuff. And, quintessentially, like I was telling you, Tyler, and I was going through the past like uh, few months of the podcast. I at least wanted to go through and play The Last of Us Part Two. So, when June came around, or even like a little bit later, I did buy The Last of Us Part Two. I decided to play it. And, to be perfectly honest with you, I played like roughly around 11, 12 hours of the game. I have not yet been prompted to go back and play The Last of Us Part Two since my last foray. And this has been at least close to about a month since then. Now the reason why I would consider The Last of Us Part 2 my most disappointing game of the year. Barring all the craziness inside the story, <clears throat> I feel like this game had a hell of a lot of potential. Had a hell of a lot of great things going for it. As a matter of fact, it makes me feel absolutely frustrated because this game, in my honest opinion, had the potential to be one of the best games of this entire generation. It looks fantastic. It plays very much like the original game. There are subtle tweaks that make it feel better. It's easily accessible in regards to how you can play it. Whether or not if you're colorblind, whether or not you have like disabilities that you can go through and do stuff. Whether you have trouble like seeing certain aspects of when enemies are attacking you. I mean, you can say as you will about some other aspects of this game... But in order for the accessibility stuff, I feel like it's top notch. It does a lot of things in terms of making you want, not making you want to, like cater to how what type of play style or what type of options you want to play it. You know, I mean, I, I think that's fantastic. Atmosphere of the game very tense, very this and that. You know, I feel like that's fine. But what really disappointed me in regards to Last of Us Point, like Part Two is despite how fun I was having playing this game, immediately, as soon as I was done with that stuff, all sorts of various parts, the dialogue, the story stuff, just started setting in, and it just sucked me right out of it. It took me completely out of it In times. I was not carrying a bunch of the specific characters. I really was getting confused in regards to like certain placements of specific parts, because, in my honest opinion, if they would if Naughty Dog, Neil Drunkman, or whoever, would have spent a lot more time rearranging the parts of this game that actually made a lot more sense, other than like, okay, let's do half the game as Ellie, and then let's do the other half of the game as Abby, and let's go ahead and cl- load them back in, you know, towards the end part of the game. Now, I already know what happens. I've already stated this enough and stuff. And still, I do not understand, like, why you would go forth and leave it at a cliffhanger for Ellie's campaign and all of a sudden put you in the position of you wanting to go forth and play as Abby. I understand it was for to try to make her feel a little bit more sympathized, you know, sympathize with her in that regards and, like, getting her side and stuff. But you know what? When you finally do it, get to that point, you're not... Some of us didn't really care, <laughs> honestly. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. So, if the story structure of the thing was better and a little bit more engaging in some parts, if parts and the elements of this game were actually set in different forays, like, for example, if it was interchanging between Ellie and Abby at certain parts instead of, like, one complete thing in one character and then the other half or ten hours or some is another different, like, the other character... I felt like this game could have been well better presented. And actually, one of the other disappointing parts about it is this game is so fucking long in regards. It's so bloated. The best thing I've the best thing I've actually enjoyed about The Last of Us Part Two is literally the first day in Seattle, where you get to explore different parts of the build like different parts of the, the city facing off against the Seraphites inside of that craziness and stuff. I think it's once day two or day three hits, but that whole imp- that whole emphasis on exploring Seattle, going to the Seraphite battles and stuff, battling against the different types of the of uh, the clickers and stuff, the infected, that stuff, when it sticks to what made the Last of Us, the original Last of Us, like more engrossing and more like inside of its own theme that was more reminiscent to the original game. I actually felt it was pretty damn good. But as soon as you get done with this part it just feels like everything was elongated or everything else was like a little bit longer in terms of tone or dialogue or something like that or the story. And it really sucked me out of the experience. There's a reason why a few weeks back I said that The Last of Us Part 2 is Misery the game. Because it didn't matter how much fun I was trying to have or enough fun moments that I was literally having with this game, immediately I would get sucked down almost to like, like almost to like a subterranean level where it made me feel like, no, this is absolutely horrible. You're a terrible person for going through and having to do this option, this option, this option that the creator wants me to go through with. And honestly, like I was stating previously, I've been going through this, these thoughts inside my head, literally for the past six months like whether or not okay i can understand this but this is not like this i like games like this but this is not like that and overall it just leaves me with an overall negative experience and a lot more disappointment than happiness in regards to how much i've gone through and played the last of us part two so it feels like (laughs) my honest opinion if i had to rate this game based upon the 12 hours that i've played of it and since I don't really have a lot of motivation to play it at this moment in time, if I do want to finish it or not. Dude, this definitely feels like a middle-of-the-road type of game for me. I don't agree that it's like a game-of-the-year type of, like, contender. I can understand that people really like the game and the way it portrays itself through, like, aspects of the stories or, like, aspect of this or that and stuff, but I honestly 100% feel that there is at least... 10 to 12 different games that are a lot better that were released this year than The Last of Us Part 2 hmm.
0: okay well uh, mine, biggest disappointment at 2020 is uh, a game we didn't know even existed uh, okay. until just a few months ago Yeah, it just came out last month it's uh, Hyrule Warriors oh, wow. Age of Calamity
1: oh man <laughs> something I thought
0: I'd never say that uh, went from a that went from being like my most anticipated game of the of the whole year, um, well, not of the whole year, but of, of going into the end of the year, to quickly becoming a game. I just, it's it's still a good game. It's just my biggest issue was the it's padded out way too too much. Right. like The first game was fine because it was just story mission, story mission, story mission, story mission. There's like sixteen sixteen of them, I think you could beat the game in like eight hours. Um, In this game, I put 21 hours into it and streamlined the last 10 uh, just because I got like this. I don't know. I'm I'm not like into those style games. I'm not big into the dynasty warrior games, but I was like, I I liked the higher warriors game. It was just, it's just fan, you know, fan fiction. You know, it's greatest hits of Zelda games. uh, Everybody just brought together. Um, and this one being, you know, this, it's the last stand of Hyrule and all that, you know, and like how, how it happens. And they basically tell you, like, they basically tease that, like, you're going to find out how they, how, what happened. And that was like, I feel like the, what kind of built up and everybody was talking about was like, oh, cool. We finally get to see what happened. Like we get to see them fail. Like, I want to see that. I want to see what happened and get more into that backstory. And it's like, ah, it's, it's just its own. It's spoiler for this game. It's just an alternate reality where um you know the one uh, there's a mini guardian that goes back in time and um yeah so and then just it, uh, yeah, so the story i mean was, i don't know it's like the story's dumb but i mean i wasn't really i wasn't expecting like some grand story but i just wanted to get a little more of the details of what happened in there but i just it, once once i realized what it was i was just like oh okay this is this is has nothing it's actually not even it's its own separate timeline basically from Breath of the Wild. It has nothing to do. Like, yeah, it's a hundred years before Breath of the Wild, but it has nothing actually to do with Breath of the Wild. Um
1: I can see where you're coming from from yeah. that. I mean that definitely does sound disappointing to where it was advertised as okay, this is the prequel to Breath of the Wild, and yeah. they pull off that shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was just it was just a bummer. So that that's uh that was mine. Um and then Gables, uh you know we just talk about twenty looking back at twenty twenty um what's what's some of the games you are looking forward to most going into 20 uh for 2021
1: good question <clears throat> no,
0: i have i have a, and, i have some written down if you're not ready yet
1: okay well go ahead and say what uh you're looking forward to first i need to <laughs> gather my thoughts okay
0: uh, mario 3d world coming out february 12th that's one for sure i'm looking forward to playing just in and having the browsers for uh, fury it's gonna be awesome um mass effect legendary edition um can't wait to replay play, replay those and finally I, I wanna see I can't wait to see the, just really right at this point, see gameplay of how Mass Effect One runs because that was like the big thing of the game getting delayed is they're trying to up it so it actually runs better. Because uh, I mean it was, the first one is fantastic, one of the all time great games, but didn't run very well. Um and uh also Solar Ash. Um this is coming from the guys uh from Heart Machine, they're the ones that made Hyperlight Drifter, one of my favorite games of this generation. Um can't wait to play their uh their next game um uh it takes 2 uh definitely uh it is a, it is a close third place for my most anticipated games uh for next year that last trailer we had um at the game awards um sold me i was already excited for, like whatever they make next after a way out. I'm like just make another good game like that and i i think gables and i have a blast playing together but mm, that trailer yeah. uh completely blew me away i can't wait to play that in march and then um I I can't pick, you know. It's like picking your favorite child or your favorite dog. You just can't do it. Um, so I have a I have a two way tie here for first place. It's uh, two sequels, uh, Horizon, uh, uh, Forbidden West, and God of War Ragnarok. Are um, and that's I don't I don't I still don't believe God of War Two is going to happen this year. I think it's going to get delayed, but Horizon sounds like it's pretty likely though. Um, so yeah, those are those are the two games I'm looking forward to most next year. What about you, Gables?
1: All right. So when it comes to games released in the next year, I definitely am interested in that Mario 3D World that's coming to Switch with the uh, Bowser's Fury DLC. That looks like it's going to be an interesting addition to that game already.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah, very excited about that. The new Horizon game, that's definitely going to be an interesting one. I'm curious to see how well it's going to perform on the PS4 because it's probably going to be mostly focused on PS5 in my honest opinion. Um, The new game by Yacht Club Games, Cyber Shadow, Mm. that looks like a game up my alley.
0: This is the Shovel Knight guys, right? Yes. Okay.
1: It looks like a cross between Ninja Gaiden and Contra. I definitely love both of those games. So I'm interested, because that's going to be an early release, I think. Another game that I'm going to be looking forward to is Persona 5 Scramble. That comes out in late February. That game, in and of itself, is supposed to be the... Sequel to Persona 5. And oh. honestly, because I played a lot of Persona 5 this year, I am highly interested in this game. It'll just be an <laughs>
0: alternate reality and it'll just fuck you on the advertising.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Way to get my hopes up. Anyway. <laughs> well, let's see. What else am I looking forward to? <clears throat> let's see. Persona 5 Scramble. Well, one last thing about Persona 5 Scramble. At least it's coming on to Switch. <laughs> that's gonna be a good one yeah um honestly other than that i'm just most more let's most looking forward to just playing games that i haven't really had a chance to delve into that release this year i mean crash 4 comes to mind i mean playing more of like games let's say like immortals phoenix rising that's a game i recently picked up and i haven't put too much into but i think the uh one last game that i do want to go into i do want to play and hopefully it does release by the end of next year and that's halo infinite yeah i want to see how this game is going to be because there's been rumors that the xbox one version has been scrapped which if that's true that's that's fantastic they don't have to focus on multiple different skews of it they can just focus on series x series s and like pc for that so I'm highly interested in seeing how that performs because I want to play Halo Infinite. I want some good stuff.
0: Yeah, but it's you know we don't have a lot, we don't know a lot of details about next year, but next year is looking pretty good. So, um, yeah, I mean barring a lot of delays and shit like that, and hopefully things with COVID get better. Um, but yeah, uh, so that will do it for us on this episode. Uh, check us back here soon. Next time you'll be hearing from us. We'll be starting our top ten list. Uh, we're We do it at the end of the year, every year Um, should be a fun time. We don't know our list, so it should be, it should be fun, little fun surprises for both of us as we go. Um, So we'll check you guys back uh, or check us out next week uh, with that. So thank you guys for listening. I was your host. I was Tyler.
1: And I have been Colonel Cables. So until next time, everyone have yourself a safe rest of the year. Mm -hmm. Definitely enjoy a lot of the bubbly Mm -hmm. and most importantly of all, Thank you for listening to another episode of the Drunk-Nerds Podcast.
0: And Nick Yeah. Too sweet, buddy. Too sweet. Bye, guys. See ya.